All right, everybody. Welcome back to Wrestling with Stooges. Wrestling Overtime. I'm Oscar Endon. I'm Tim Roth. And uh, we're going to go over some of the things we couldn't get to in the last episode of Wrestling with Stooges. Not sure what the name of that's going to be yet. We'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find out (laughs) Uh, soon enough. But uh, right now, Wrestling with Overtime. Tim, uh, last time on Wrestling with Stooges, I cut you off uh, about Dominic Mysterio. But now is the time. Let the people know (laughs) how you really feel about one Sir Dirty Dom, (laughs) Dominic Mysterio. Well, where do I begin? Um, Who would have thought that when he got his start, what was it, uh, almost 20 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) A true veteran of the game. <laughs> he is a true veteran. You know? He even said it himself. Um, man, he... Uh, so I'm trying to think of when he actually like started. He came in, kind of uh, started like tagging with Ray. Um, uh, he made his official debut in 2020. 2020, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he did some stuff during the pandemic with uh, like Seth Rollins. He yeah. had a SummerSlam match with Seth Rollins. Um, like, I knew he was a good... Like, he's, he's grown so much... As far as wrestling and character, um, like I never would have thought this guy would have been as, I wouldn't say he's huge right now, but he's a pretty big deal. And like every time he comes on my screen and cuts a, not even necessarily cuts a promo, when he's just on my screen, like I have to tune in to see what he's going to say or do because there's just something about him. He's, (laughs) I don't know what it is, but he is going to be. In a WrestleMania main event, sooner or later, yeah, <laughs> he might even be the one to take Roman's titles. I don't know <laughs> if Roman holds on to him for a couple more years. You know, if I were Roman Reigns, I'd be afraid of Dominic right now. <laughs> but I think putting him in the Judgment Day uh, last last year, yeah, it was last yeah. year. Putting him in the Judgment Day did so much for him that if he wouldn't have gotten put in there with this group, like I don't know if he would have been the star that he is now. Um, like sure he's a good wrestler, but like his character, prison Dom, Dom Dom. <laughs> I mean, he had a match with his his legendary father, Rey Mysterio, at this past WrestleMania. Yeah. So you know, like they have big plans for him in the future. He's he's already he's uh NXT what championship does he have right now? Uh North American. North American, okay, that's what I thought. Um but yeah, I see big things for him in the future. Um the judge, this Judgment Day character he's got going on right now is just—it's <laughs> captivating me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said it before, I said it on last week's. Uh, again, I'm not sure if it was wrestling overtime that I said it or if it was the main show, but I—I I said what I said and I meant it when I said that uh, Dominic Mysterio is probably one of the most over wrestlers in WWE, but not only in WWE, but in AEW. Like, if you were to put Dominic Mysterio in AEW. I'd be like, give him the world title. <laughs> give <Yeah>. it to him <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where it's like, again, taking advice from uh, taking advice from veterans doesn't hurt you. You know, it's a, it's a little, uh, you know, little lesson for some people out there. who He's, uh, he's a good kid. You know? Dom's <laughs> a good kid. He's a good kid. <laughs> Except for the prison part. You know, yeah. We don't, we, yeah, we, obviously, no prison time. Um, but, um, <clears throat> 
but but yeah, like it's it's kind of crazy to think that he. It's kind of crazy to think that a year ago, you know, uh, what was it Clash of the Castle was about a year ago? Yeah, this month I think. Yeah, yeah September be- because because um, Clash of the Castle and All Out were on the same weekend. That's right. Clash of the Castle was Saturday. All Out was on a Sunday. That's right. So, and that's when he uh, when he turned. <laughs> We turned on his legendary father and Edge, you know, and uh, I mean, at the time I was like, I hope this goes well, <laughs> uh, you know, because, you know, we've, we've seen turns like these. We've seen matches like these where um, either the payoff is not as good or this, you know, it's, it's, they just kind of fumble it. And I'm happy that uh, that they kind of did it right as far as like. They created the the situation with Dominic and Ray. They separated them for a bit, and then they brought them back together to kind of finish the story. <laughs> At least some stories are getting finished. <laughs> some stories are getting finished, uh, you know. But um, but you know, like you said, he had a match with his dad at WrestleMania, and it was it was one of the more fun matches that I thought was like it was just fun. It was just nice to see him get his ass kicked by his dad. Dude, he got his ass spanked in the middle of the match, and the people popped hard for it. Hell yeah, <laughs> it was probably the best part of the match in my opinion. That was, that was a Latino crowd right there. We like you know all the Latinos were like <laughs> took out their belts. We're like, hey, you want my belt? <laughs> I just used it to hit my kid in the back, <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> he was talking about. <laughs> He was talking about how Dominic was his favorite wrestler. I had to put him in his place. <laughs> but uh, but it's one of those. Um, there it is. It's one of those. It's one of those. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, it is one of those. It's one of those situations. <laughs> but, but it really is one of those situations. Oh, man. I'm telling you right now, Dom Dom is going to be one of the final four in the Royal Rumble in 2024. Oh my god! Imagine, imagine the the heat when 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 the people think he wins. Like I feel like there's going to be some shenanigans where somebody rolls out under the ring and they don't notice, and and at some point, you know, he's going to toss somebody over, and people are going to be like, "What the? F- Did Dominic Mysterio actually win the Royal Rumble?" He could have a Santino a Santino moment. A Santino Remember that? moment, yeah. Remember that year? Yeah. He come back in and eliminate somebody and yeah, yeah, it could be it could be something pretty huge for him. Yeah. This is I mean, if we were if we were if we were dream booking Dominic in the Royal Rumble, this is how I would dream book it. Last 3. Cody, oh, no no, yeah, Cody, Dominic and Gunther. Dominic eliminates Cody. And then Gunther, out of nowhere, chops him off of like either the top rope or something. I don't know what he does, but he does something and eliminates uh, Dominic. You know, so at some point you kind of make it look like Gunther was out or something. I have no idea how you would do it, but that's how I would dream book it, like the very end, like of it. You know, you have Cody and Dominic and Gunther at the end, which I think wasn't that the last three of this year. Yeah, well, it was Cody, Cody and Gunther, obviously. The third, Sheamus. I don't remember. Logan Paul was in there. Logan Paul. That's who, Is that it, was. who it was. That's who yeah. it was. I was thinking, I was thinking like, who's a shithead? <laughs> you know how I would dream book it? I'd have Dominic in there. Um, 
I don't know who the final uh, the other two guys would be, but I think the final two at least would be Dominic and CM Punk. Could you imagine that face off <laughs> twenty years later? That'd be a crazy one, you know. <laughs> I'd be CM Punk. I'd, I'd grab the microphone and just start singing "Happy Birthday, <laughs> Dear Dominic." Oh man, that'd be so great. Something I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but at this point, yeah, that'd be a fun. That'd just be a fun interaction. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it's I w- I'd be curious to see where he's at. By WrestleMania or what he's doing at WrestleMania, um, because you really, he really right now doesn't have any storyline other than trying to get Jey Uso into the Judgment Day, helping out the Judgment Day. So I wonder, I wonder where his, I wonder what he's gonna be doing. He's kind of just doing whatever Mommy wants him to do. Yeah, he's kind of just tied to her while like Finn Balor and Priest are like kind of doing their own thing with the tag titles. And uh, that's well, that's another thing we got to consider too is the money in the bank. Mm. That ties into Seth Rollins' plans. Yeah. So. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I know we kind of just jumped off the Dominic train for a second there, but I kind of just started thinking, like, man, there's so many possibilities going into WrestleMania season. I forgot about Priest and the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase. Possibly Finn Balor. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I forgot who said it, so I don't want to... It may have been Sam Roberts. I have no idea who said this. Maybe we said it. I have no idea, but I think it'd be interesting if... You know how J.D. McDonough gave um, Damian Priest a new briefcase? It'd be interesting that... I think so. I forgot who said it, and I want to give them credit. Yeah, it was was something I saw on Facebook, and I tagged you in it. It was like a wrestling page that I follow... Like drawing out that scenario, and but, I tag. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead. And go yeah, ahead. but it was basically, you know, um, Damien goes to cash in, but the contract isn't inside, so it's invalid. And then Finn Balor has the old briefcase with the contract, and he cashes it in. I don't know how the logistics of that work, but I, I, you know, at the at at this point, you know, you could you could almost say that. Because Damian Priest gave up the old briefcase, he kind of essentially gave it up, and anybody could have grabbed it, and you know whatever. You could kind of say that, you know, it'd be kind of slimy the way Finn Balor does it, but you can explain it away that way. He could say, you know, you you kind of gave it up, and you you know, and it was just sitting there, and I, someone had to use it. But um, so it'd be interesting. But it's also interesting to see whether or not he'll try and cash it in before WrestleMania. Or if he's going to be one of the few people that actually waits almost the full year. That's what I want to see, because that's something they haven't done yet. I think the last person that did that was, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, Dolph Ziggler, maybe? Dolph Ziggler. They waited. This is how I would do it. This is how I would fucking do it. Give it to me. I'll give it to you. Straight. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> give it to me, bruv. This is how I would do it. The full year comes to an end. Damian Priest... He cashes in. He wins the world title. I don't know who's I don't know who's the world champion at that point, but he does it. He cashes in. But there was a men's money in the bank match earlier that day. Guess who won? Finn Balor. Ooh. Finn Balor comes out, attacks Priest with the help of JD, cashes it in on Damian Priest. New new world champ, Finn Balor. Mm. I like that. You know, 
Or think about this one. You want to make a number one heel in the business? <laughs> you have you have Cody finish his story, and whoever's holding the say Damien Priest is legit still holding the contract. Cash in on Cody immediately. Beat Cody for it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But I like your way better. <clears throat> that'd be interesting. I mean, I've been saying that like the full year. Has to be an actual full year, so it can't be the full year as far as like when the next money in the bank is, right? But yeah, you're right. But then, like, if that full year comes on like a random day during the week, so they would have to cash in before that day, then basically. Yeah. So if it's up on a Wednesday, that Monday Night Raw, they would have to cash it in. They'd have to cash it in. Yeah, I you like know, that. That's why you have that Money in the Bank pay-per-view, or PLE, a couple days before that, before the actual full year. <clears throat> that's been my biggest gripe with the Money in the Bank, is that they've had these people cash in, like, the same night, or, like, a month later, SummerSlam, whatever. Like, yeah. I want to see it being held for a lot longer, to the point where you forget that there's even a Money in the Bank briefcase. That's what I'm talking about. You know, when Edge had it, <clears throat> when Dolph Ziggler had it, like I don't want to see, I don't really want to see any teases because they do that a lot too. Yeah, I agree. Or you can do a tease, just wait every few months or something. You know, mm. I also agree. That's yeah. a good one. Mm. I like it. I like these. I like. I like these ideas. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write them down metaphorically, <laughs> and if they happen. We know someone's listening. <laughs> Somebody's listening to the Stooges. Somebody's listening to us. Hey, we there have been situations where we've we've pitched ideas and almost like clockwork a couple months later go down and they're using our storyline. Pretty soon using- we're gonna be changing the name of our podcast to Wrestling with Geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wrestling with I don't know. It doesn't roll off the tongue no, as well. Stooges is still Stooges. There. We're the Stooges. Um <clears throat> but uh but no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens with that. Um, Chad Gable and Gunther throwing down some classics on on Monday nights. Hell yeah! Um, I'm shocked. I'm not. I'm shocked, but also I'm not shocked. You know, because I always thought Chad Gable and uh, Jason Jordan—that was his name. Mm. You know, when they were Alpha they Alpha, Alpha Academy, they were Alpha no, no, Academy. no Alpha. Uh, Jesus. Something. Something Alpha. American Alpha? American Alpha, I think it was. Something like that. But whenever they were tag teaming, <clears throat> I saw the genius that was Chad Gable and his abilities. And <clears throat> whenever they gave him that shorty G gimmick, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. They fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They did him real dirty. Yeah. You know, Vince told him to bend it over and he stuck it in where the sun don't shine. <laughs> you fucked him. You fucked him, man. Couldn't walk. He couldn't walk for months. He was, he was walking like Shorty G. <laughs> He's just now learning to walk again. Yeah, but uh, but uh, but then you know it took him a while. But the stuff with Randy and and Riddle, uh, with with uh, like decathlon or something like that, the like the quizzes and stuff like that, like they started bringing back the Chad Gable that I loved, <clears throat> the one who was athletic, but also you know comedic, and I think. 
you know, this whole team up with with uh, with Otis and with Maxine has worked to their advantage to the point where I think Chad Gable is getting up there. I feel like if there's somebody I want to beat Gunther, it'd be Chad Gable. I agree. I think I think right now he's the perfect baby face for it. And I think I'm trying to think. If 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 Chad Gable were to win the Intercontinental Championship, I'd have the very first Intercontinental title match be a pop quiz. <laughs> Love it. You know? Buzzers and everything. I don't know who it'd be. But like the first match, it's like you know you gotta they're asking science questions, they're asking uh, you know uh, social studies questions, history questions, geology questions, geometry, whatever the fuck, you know. And uh, <laughs> it'd be riveting to see, you know, like he's like the people it, like I, the way I would book it. I feel like it'd be perfect, you know, something something different, but that still is kind of Alpha Academy, going like kind of a, almost like a throwback. To when they had that with Randy and Riddle. That was some good you know? stuff. But instead of it being just a segment, it's actually for the title. That'd be hilarious. You know? He's like, you know, like some something like, you know, like, like I'm so confident I can beat you for the Intercontinental title. You know what? I'm going to put it up in a decathlon. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I always thought that Chad Gable was the star of that team with Jason Jordan. Yeah. Not that Jason Jordan wasn't, wasn't good also, but like there was something about Chad Gable um his athleticism he can cut a promo and uh the stuff with these the stuff that he's doing with gunther right now is just top-notch stuff and it looks like they're gonna have a another match yeah for the intercontinental title i don't know if you saw that like promo that uh chad gable cut i think it was i don't know if it was on raw or it was like backstage or something but he cut like a very like passionate promo saying that like he's gonna beat gunther he's gonna win this intercontinental title for his daughter and just like after watching that, I'm like, this dude, I feel like he's got to be the one. He's the perfect guy for it. He's uh, he's credible, and I think I don't know if there's going to be anybody else other than maybe like a returning Randy Orton. Mm. But like, I still think I would rather see Chad Gable dethrone Gunther. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think um, <clears throat> I think Chad Chad's the guy. He yeah, he's got a lot of focus on him right now. Yeah, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of on a roll. They need to stick with him and see where it goes. Yeah, I, that's the one thing you know. <sighs> like, you know, obviously Chad's been put in this position, but he's also kind of creating the the position for himself too, and and with like his character and everything. Yeah, I you know, but again, this is this is the one thing me and you always fear when it comes to uh. <clears throat> when it comes to guys who get themselves over is that WWE doesn't know what to do with them once they're over without their, like, you know, when they didn't plan it, you know? So like, I feel like Chad Gable, Alpha Academy, they've naturally gotten themselves over. And I think this is the first time I feel like that, like, you know, they've actually utilized it to put Chad Gable in a position to be intercontinental champion. Or at least a champion in general. So I'm gonna be looking at this at this storyline very closely to see how they handle it. Because either either he wins <clears throat> and that's it, and then the title means nothing, or he wins and they keep up the momentum. They gotta keep up the momentum with, you know, I don't know, like like I said, like 
do creative ways to to and you know challenge for the intercontinental title or you know i would even do kind of like uh you want you want to face me for the for the championship you got to beat me in a again the or you got to you know, you got to beat Otis in a in a pie. <laughs> some some fun. Like I feel like that's when they're their best is when they're fun. And then when they have the matches, you go full, you go hard in the matches, but you still have fun. That's where their that's what their sweet spot is. Like, the second they change it a little bit, I feel like that's when it's going to start to dwindle. It's going to start to go down. Gunther has made this Intercontinental Championship so important that I think it is. <sighs> probably the most important title on any show right now and my like and within wwe maybe maybe even AEW, but he's made it so important to the point where like that's the match i want to see the most um when they have a match for it <clears throat> and because they're not featuring like roman reigns that much it's not no offense to seth rollins but i just don't feel like the world heavyweight championship is as important because they're not I don't know. It's, I don't know if you feel that way too, but um, and when Chad Gable, when a babyface cuts a promo like that, saying "I'm doing this, I'm going to do this for my family, my wife, my kids, whatever," like they have to win now because if they lose, then what was all that for? You know what I mean? Mm. That's how I look at it. Um, but yeah, that's the most important thing that's going on right now. Yeah, I feel like. I think so. I think so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where, where that leads because <clears throat> I am a fan of his. Always have been. Um, and I'm just I'm just happy to see that he's, he, he's at least doing something um, as a singles competitor that's actually, like, like it's must-see. Like, I, like, I'm actually wanting to see what happens next. Um, <clears throat> and sorry to cut you off, but once they take that – Intercontinental title off Gunther. If it is Chad Gable or whoever it is, like they have to keep making that title as relevant and as important as it is right now. Yeah, especially after Gunther's held it for how long has it been? Um, a year, over a year now. Over a year now. Yeah, yeah, something like so. that. Almost. I mean, he beat the honky tonk man's reign. I don't know how long his was. I think his was like five hundred days. Something, something like that. Something. So he's probably had it for like a year and a half now. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, because he, what is it? let me see. I'm trying to think. Year. Man, I don't know. I'm, we're going to have to go back, see when he actually won it. But it's been at least <clears throat> a year and a half now that I'm thinking about it. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, uh, hopefully, a new Intercontinental Champion. Um, <clears throat> and then we talk about L.A. Knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, where where his story's heading? Because you know, at the very end of his match with the Miz, he just kind of threw out a blanket statement of like, "Hey, I don't care which champion it is: Gunther, Rollins, um, Rey Mysterio, or even Roman Reigns. Like, I I'm coming for gold, basically. So it's like." Is he going for a mid-tier title, like the United States title, Intercontinental title? Or is he going to go straight for the big kahuna? Well, they're teasing. <clears throat> they're already teasing him and Roman by having him interact with Paul Heyman. Yeah. And uh, he's just... They've already listed him as the number one babyface on SmackDown. Yeah. So they 
have big things planned for him come 2024. Yeah. And <laughs> I think if he's in the Rumble match, he's definitely going to be probably one of the final four, final six. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited to see where he's going. I think he's going to be a very important feature on the WrestleMania card. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, nah. We're not playing. That's good. I mean, he gets the... He's got to get the biggest reactions on SmackDown nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it is when we get there because the one thing... I don't know if you've noticed this when you watch SmackDown when you watch clips... I do feel like they do pipe in a little bit of noise. Like sometimes I don't know. I don't know if it's that they're changing the audio from a different section or something. But like sometimes I feel like the audio like in the room changes sometimes. Like sometimes it sounds loud and then it gets a little louder. But it's like it's not the same. I don't know. So I'm I'm curious to see how that is when we get there. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot for a while, probably ever since COVID, because they they had to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. During the uh, Thunderdome era. So yeah. I feel like they haven't really completely got away from that for mm-hmm. some odd reason. So, yeah, like you said, we'll, we'll have to find out when we're there in a couple weeks. Yeah. Live. Live from St. Louis, Missouri. October 6th. Yeah. At the Enterprise Center. Yeah. It's <laughs> waiting for you, bro. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll have to wait and see if it's, uh, if it's as loud. As the TV makes us believe, you know, uh, I'm hoping it is, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's one of those situations. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, and we don't even know because fast lanes, the next pay-per-view, which is that Saturday after yeah, the next night. So they haven't really made any matches for that yet. Have they? Uh, not that I know no. of. I, th- I want to say that Gunther versus Chad Gable is on fast lane. Probably. That's where it seems like it's heading, you know. They haven't made anything besides that, so we'll see where they go. They still got a few more weeks to build. Yeah, we shall see. <laughs> I don't want to say yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think what else. Okay, so how do we book CM Punk if he comes back to WWE? You go first. You go. I went first last time. I'll let you go first. Okay. <laughs> well, you've been on a roll. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to slow you down. I appreciate that. Because um, once I start rolling, <laughs> there ain't no stopping. <laughs> um, so I might have. I might have uh, made a comment about this earlier because we were talking about is it Survivor Series or Rumble that he comes back. So how I would book CM Punk. I would book him to come back at the Rumble. I would have him win the Rumble and have him challenge. Because there's here's the thing. I could see him doing either Seth Rollins or I feel like the, pick, the Roman Reigns' title picture and the stories that he's got going on is going to be too crowded for CM Punk with the possibility of The Rock and... Cody Rhodes. So I feel like the correct way for Punk to go would be to award the world title picture with, I feel like it's probably still going to be Seth Rollins at that point. Um, so I would have CM Punk come back, win the Rumble, face off with uh, Seth Rollins at Mania, 
and main event night one. Yeah. Now, as far as babyface or heel, like if we're going to go into detail about it, I'm not really sure. They could do a babyface, babyface match. But I, I, I enjoy babyface heel matches. I feel like those make the most sense because you clearly have sides to choose from. Mm. Um, Especially like at WrestleMania. You yeah. Know? But at the same time, those WrestleMania crowds, you never know. Right. Philadelphia, that's one of the Especially that's one of the hot crowds. That's, yeah. That's that's the that's the wishy washy crowd where they <laughs> they boo the good guys. Right. <laughs> so it's almost it's almost uh I I like that, but I also don't want it to become basically CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page part two point oh. Where the where the champion is the babyface and CM Punk's also a babyface, and they make the champ just be a total dick. Well, that's where I was going. You know, I think Punk should be the heel in that program. Wait, so does he come back as a heel, or does he like evolve into the heel for WrestleMania? He's going to evolve because the second he comes back, those first like two three weeks, how I don't know how he's going to be featured. I guess that's the other thing, too. Is he going to be, like, on a Brock Lesnar schedule to where, like, he doesn't appear every week? Um, but, like, as I'm thinking right now, he'll evolve into that heel because I think that's how he should have been booked in AEW. Can I add to your – because you're, you're on such a great role. I just want to add to it now. Go for it. When he comes back and he's, and he's you know, I'm sure there will be a lot of booze. But there'll probably be a lot of cheers too. <clears throat> if we want to cement him as a heel, then I would almost do an anti pipe bomb promo. And what I mean by that is when he comes back, he's like, guys, it's like it's one it feels so good to be back, blah blah blah. Like he kind of cuts like a baby face promo a little bit. And then he goes, But I you know, he kind of almost acknowledges the crowd. He can he can almost be like Kind of, kind of, you know, winking at the crowd a little bit. Like I'm a liar. Like I did it for the money. I am here for me. I'm not here for anybody else. I'm not here for you. You know. It's like he's like the last time I was here for you. Everybody turned on me, and this time it's all about me. Something like that to the effect. And he's like, you know, and he can almost be like, yeah. He's like, you know, why I'm here. Because uh, <clears throat> he can bring out Endeavor. He can be like, because Endeavor pulled out the, the Brinks truck and gave me a lot of money to be here. Uh, you know, he's like, I'm not in here. I'm not in here because I love wrestling. I'm in here because I, you know, something like with, to the effect of like, I'm here because of the money. I'm here because I'm, you know, uh, he gave me, I don't know. He could say like, I'm here to finish my story. <laughs> you know? I'm here to, I'm here to do the one thing I set out to do. And that's main event WrestleMania. So he kind of just, you know, goes off on a tangent like that. Now, the tricky thing is, if he does that, he could either be the biggest heel or come by WrestleMania when that, when that crowd is there. He's one of the most cheered persons in that, in that show. Yeah, that's the thing. You never know. But, like, I like that. I really like that a lot. And uh, the reason why he probably wouldn't be a heel when he comes back first he might get mixed reactions, but I think it's going to be more cheers because he hasn't been there in like 10 years. Yeah. So people are going to be happy to see him come back home to where he belongs. And um, yeah, like over time before Mania, he can kind of switch gears and do something to like what you said, cut those, cut those promos on the people 
And, you know, Seth Rollins can try and be the, um, the hero in that program, be the babyface champion. You know, I've been here since day one, busting my ass while you walked out on us. And now you're coming back to try and, you know, I don't know, take over, steal everybody's spotlight. And I'm not going to let you do that. This is WWE. This is, you know, I don't want to say this is... Because then if he says this is my show, then he's going to come off... Seth Rollins is going to come off as a heel, but... I mean, he already does that. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, my show, Monday Night Rollins. Like, that's it's- true. <clears throat> this has been Monday Night Rollins since the day that you left. Ooh. I've been carrying this company on like my that. back. You're not going to come and take it from me. Something like that. But yeah. that's how I would book Punk. And then as far as who comes out the victor at WrestleMania, I'm, I would, uh, I'd probably have to go... Uh, mm. See, I guess I haven't gotten that far yet. But that's mm-hmm. not that's where I know where I want to go with uh Punk. Yeah. And Rollins. I mean, yeah. I I would almost <clears throat> uh and I would almost play I would almost use the AEW drama that 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 they created or that Punk created and and kind of almost start like fake drama in the back, you know, with like you know, like like with to Seth Rollins, he's like, oh, I'm just here. You know, I'm just I, I just I'm just here to main over WrestleMania. I'm you know, you do your thing, and then and kind of in the background, you know, he's kind of like you just see him kind of maneuvering things and shifting things and kind of being a little shady and kind of you know, um, <clears throat> I don't know, like I don't know how he would do it, but like uh, something to the point where like uh, like Seth Rollins just doesn't trust CM Punk, you know, which in turn allows other people not to trust CM Punk because Seth Rollins is the guy right now. And um, you kind of have to bring that drama, that stuff that happened in AEW into the fold because that's the the one thing people remember the most now. Like when you think of CM Punk, that immediately comes to your mind. Like what happened in AEW, the drama, the media, all that stuff. Like it kind of has to get like hinted at and talked about a little bit. And you can even bring in like the real life stuff between the two. You can bring up the promo that Seth Rollins cut on him early, earlier this year. No. You and could then, almost put in you CM Punk could almost be like, "I made you." Like, you know, when the company asked me to put put three guys in a group together to be my backup, your name was the first name on my list. You're, he could almost cut a promo to to Seth Rollins. Like, the only reason why you were ever the architect or this or that is because I brought you up to the, w, the, the up to the main roster. I, he's like, or I put you in the Shield, you know, something like that. Like, without the Shield, who are you? Or something like that. You could, you could almost cut. You could almost do that too. Where it's like, it's like I handpicked you, you know, not Roman. Like especially not Roman. <laughs> like, like, like I remember it was like I think he said it was. John Moxley, Seth Rollins, and Chris Hero. That's what he wanted in the Shield originally. Mm. But he's like, he's like, I sure as hell didn't pick Roman Reigns. I picked you. So if anybody should be on their knees thanking me for the career that they have, for the family they have, all that, you know, like just all the heel stuff, it, like it should be you, you know. <laughs> and then Seth Rollins can come back <laughs> with, uh, you know. You walked out on us. You walked out on all of these people without saying a word. You left, you left us. You quit on us. And now you're coming back just to steal the spotlight and do what you set out to do all those years ago. And you go into a different... That's another thing, too. He could mention you walked into a different company 
instead of coming here because you knew that I was I was champion. I'm carrying this company on my back. You might have handpicked me, but I am where I am, not because of you, but in spite of you. I made myself a star. It wasn't you that made me a star. I don't ooh. know, something like that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, this is good. This is good. You know, that's good. This is this could be some good shit. This is some go good shit. No, they, now I'm excited. Like they need to go this route. They should go. To, they should go this route. I feel like too. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I like that too. I mean, there's a lot of things they could bring up in these promo battles, essentially too. Kind of like how Cody and Roman had their promo battles back and forth every week. You know, um, <clears throat> you know, because uh, I think also um, the when they were doing the back st- the. the uh, WWE backstage when Punk was doing that, like I think he said something about Seth Rollins. Like he, I don't know if it was a promo or something like real life, but I remember like he said something about Seth, and then like Seth Rollins came out on a Raw not too long after that. It was it was in Chicago. It was like 2019. It was that night after Survivor Series where people thought like since Punk was doing the backstage stuff that he was gonna actually come back. People were chanting his name. And Seth, this is—I think this is where Seth Rollins like made his heel turn at the time, and he was like saying something like, "Hey, I tried to get CM Punk to come here, but he just all he wants to do is talk trash behind a desk, and he doesn't want to show his face." So it was something along those lines. So like, that's another thing that they could they could bring up. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many things that they could do with that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things they could do with that. Like if if Seth brings up AEW. Um, <clears throat> If I were CM Punk, yeah, I, I would have like that mad look in my face, and then I'd kind of smirk at Seth, and I'd be like, "You're right, you know." He's like, "You're absolutely right. All of those things happened to me, and guess what? At the end of the day, they were always talking about me, <laughs> never you. You were the man with. He'd be like, "You were the man that was holding this place down, carrying it on your back." And all anybody could ever talk about was me. And it's like, it's like, so it's like, so it's like, who, you know, he almost kind of be like, so who really needs who? It's like, he's like, if anything, you need me right now. Cause if you beat me, people might start talking about you. But if I beat you, no one's going to even mention your name. Mm. Book it! Oh shit! Simultaneously, <laughs> simultaneously, shit. We did not coordinate that whatsoever. One more thing, <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth, Seth could bring up uh, John Moxley and be like, "When you were over in that other company and you kept getting injured or suspended, who stepped up and took that company on their back?" My good friend John Moxley. I don't know. He could he could just bring up you know somebody Moxley and how he thinks Moxley is the, was the uh, face of that company, not him. You he know, could, he could keep it vague and just be like my brother from the Shield. You know, yeah, or just my brother. Like yeah. everybody knows who he's talking about. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, those are all <sighs> guys. If you're listening, <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> oh. So how would you book him, or did you wear? <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I, I feel like that's why I let you go first because I was like, I don't know how I would book it. But then once you started going, I was like, oh, I'll just add to the shit. Oh, man. <laughs> it's some good shit. <laughs> now, should we go as far as to book who would win that match? Ooh. I mean, it depends. If CM Punk is there for the long haul, I give it to him just to create that heel. 
You know, make him a bigger heel, make Seth Rollins an even bigger face. Um, but if he's there, if he's got, and for assuming he has the Brock Lesnar deal, I would say Seth Rollins. Yeah. It just depends how that deal works. If he's there a couple of weeks, you know, like if he's there every other week or something like that, I'd say give it to Punk. But if he's there just for like a season, just to kind of build up a feud and then kind of, you know, take a break, you know, give it, give the win to Seth. So it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I would go with that because that's really the one thing Punk wants to do is main event mania. So if he does that like right off the bat, whether he, he wins or not, then like what would he want to accomplish after that, I guess, is the question. Because yeah. they could push it back. If Punk's going to be there for a while, if he signs like, you know, a two year contract or something like that, like they could, you know, push it off to the next mania. But yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, all this is interesting because it's funny that the apparent, like, like we said last time, that apparently a, uh, a big star or a top name in WWE was like, yeah, we should bring him in. But now that, um, now with the merger, especially and the possibility of the rock signing a short term deal i mean cm punk and Dwayne are friends like i remember when that thing that when that uh one twitter video went viral of of uh of the rock trying to call cm punk on his phone after he's like he's like all right i mean i'll call cm punk you want cm punk i'll call him see <laughs> i see, remember that I see remember what that. he's up to <laughs> um but it's like it's one of those things there it is it's one of those things <laughs> where you have people there are some pretty big names that actually are friends with punk and like punk cena john cena john cena's another guy that's like you know like no offense to these other guys that don't like punk but you know if see if, if, if the rock and cena like you i'm like you know what i'm gonna get this guy a chance <laughs> I mean, yeah, especially you're right, especially with this merger happening now, like the, the the probability is so much higher than it's ever been. Yeah. Um so I do think we'll see Punk at Mania and also just adding on to the booking of him, I would book him at number 30 because if you book him any earlier, you could book him earlier, but like you want a big surprise at number 30 and yeah. there's no bigger surprise than uh the cult yeah. of personality. That's yeah. That'd be a legendary Royal Rumble return. Yeah. yeah. Unless you want to book him like Edge's return, because he was just like twenty or twenty one. Was he twenty one? I thought he was like twenty seven or twenty five. I don't know, he was mid twenties. Mm. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I'd book him at thirty. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like as as cool as it would be for him to come back at Survivor Series in Chicago, like you said, it's too obvious. <clears throat> I think He's bigger than that. I feel like for AEW, they needed that to be in Chicago. But I think for WWE, it can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be Chicago. And so I think the Royal Rumble is like the perfect place. So, Or he could come out at number one because he was number one the last time he was in the Rumble. But, well, but, yeah. he could be number one again or he could be 30 as in like, you know, we're closing the loop. Yeah. Last time I came in, I was number one and... You know, I was just dumped out by Kane. <laughs> this time I'm back, and I'm at number 30. I'm winning this shit. And guess what? Kane's not here. <laughs> Kane's not here. <laughs> Actually, I would laugh if Kane came back for, like, a one night for, like, the Royal Rumble. 
<laughs> Punk's like in the ring by himself. Concessions Kane. And then Kane comes out. Remember me? <laughs> it's like, oh shit, not again. But uh <laughs> but yeah, that'd be I mean, it's so so many different angles that you can go with this. Especially with that Royal Rumble booking, mm. you know? Because now I gotta reframe my Royal Rumble booking. I mean, ooh. Lots of possibilities. <laughs> That's a if we're talking about final, I would say this, final six. Dominic. Of course. Cody. Gunther. LA Knight. CM Punk. And I'll throw a wild card out there. Rey Mysterio. Okay. Just to keep it spicy with the sun. Okay. Here's, yeah. I'll, I'll give you mine. CM Punk. Drew McIntyre. Wait, 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 before I finish. Oh, apologies. Order of elimination. Dominic eliminates his dad. <laughs> eliminates Cody. <laughs> LA Knight eliminates Dominic for that big fan pop. And then it was a, it was a LA Knight, CM Punk. Who did I say? Dominic, Gunther. Cody. Gunther. Okay, Gunther eliminates LA Knight. Last two, LA Gunther and CM Punk again. It's like we're, we're in this situation again. I feel like, I don't, I don't know. That's also a tough one. Who, who do you have as the last two? You know, because I mean, it, okay, maybe we can reverse it and it'd be, it'd be Elliot Knight eliminates Gunther. Get, he still gets a big fan pop, but then Dominic eliminates LA Knight to get the even bigger heel kind of reaction. Mm. And then it's just Dominic and CM Punk. Mm. <laughs> and then you're like, is Dominic going to win or is CM Punk going to win? <laughs> We're, we're really pushing for Dominic. <laughs> I know. This has been a very pro Dominic show. If you get anything out of this podcast, we're pro Dom. <laughs> we're pro Dom. <laughs> so, you, okay, so you would have the final two, Punk and Dominic. Dominic, yeah. And Dominic's winning, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, Punk wins in this situation. Yeah, that's, yeah, how, that's how we get to our, to our Seth Rollins situation. I know, I know. Okay, here's my final six LA Knight. Drew McIntyre, CM Punk, Gunther. I'll, I'll throw Dom in there, and I'll, mm, I guess yeah, Cody's got to be in there too. Order of eliminations. I would have, mm, I'd have Gunther eliminate Cody this time around. Mm. I would have LA Knight eliminate Gunther. Um, Drew McIntyre eliminates Dominic. So who do I have left? I'm LA Knight, Drew, and Punk. Okay. I would have LA Knight eliminate Drew. Final two, LA Knight and CM Punk. Mm. CM, people are going to be pretty hot for both guys. Yeah. You know, LA Knight's, people are going to want LA Knight to win. It'll be 50-50 for sure. You uh, really want this crowd to be divided? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want people to choose. Um, <laughs> see, this is this is how Punk starts his little heel uh, hints of heel yeah. by eliminating LA Knight. Mm. So that's that's how nah, I would nah. book it. Nah, nah. Because <laughs> a lot of people uh. would be disappointed. I feel like a lot of people would be disappointed and kind of like deflated. Like Because a lot of people are into LA Knight right now. Yeah, sure, people like CM Punk too, but LA Knight's been there. He's been on the rise. And now CM Punk's going to come back and just take his spot, so to speak. So that's that's my thinking of it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one yeah. too. Yeah. I like it. 
Oh man, so many, so many possibilities. <sighs> I'm excited for. <laughs> Dude, 2024 is gonna be a big year. Yeah, let's not forget the bidding war of 2024. <laughs> <laughs> MJF's contract is up in January. Shit. What if he shows up at 30? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Nah, the, I don't see that. We'll have to wait and see where. Like I said, we'll have to wait and see where AEW is by January. They're gonna have to do a lot of work to uh, build up those shows, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I feel like they've gotten by on just star power in, in names, but you know they really got to start, you know, um, building up the the stories. Because I, I mean, I have no idea what stories are happening right now. Yeah, I don't either. And they got one of their biggest shows coming up this week, and there's really other than. MJF and Samoa Joe should be good. Like that story is pretty good. I feel like um, with the history. Yeah, it's a solid story. Yeah, but other than that, like, like what the hell? Yeah, that's all I gotta say. What the hell? (laughs) What the hell? I don't know. That's a good question. What the hell? Um, yeah. I mean, guys, that was wrestling overtime. We did it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're going to be uploading. I'm trying to think. So I changed my mind on on the schedule. So this is how we're going to do it, guys, because a lot of things happen in between when we record to when we put out this podcast. So what I'm thinking is so that there's enough time in between each each couple of days. So there's not a whole. Let's see if Friday is wrestling overtime. I'm trying to think. When okay, wrestling overtime is on Friday, and then we release wrestling with Stooges on Wednesday. That's a five day. So I'm thinking, guys, we release wrestling with Stooges on Tuesday, a day early. Let's do it. Give you guys enough time to digest our voices for two days, and then on Friday, we're back on it. (laughs) We're back on the overtime. We're back on the overtime. We're clocking in (laughs) overtime, baby. (laughs) Pay me the money. (laughs) Maybe <laughs> <Pay me> double. <laughs> so overtime will still be on Fridays, but wrestling with Stooges is moving to Tuesdays. Uh, that's the new order of things. I like it. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's how I like it. Wrestling overtime, baby, um, baby, <laughs> baby. But um, but yeah. So guys, like we always say, leave a comment, leave a rating, subscribe, guys, subscribe. Um, Hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. I feel like we're going to have to do something different with this show, Tim. So uh, the second we start getting subscribers and comments, we will read your comment on the show. If you leave a comment that's a question that you want us to talk about on our show, you know, whether it's CM Punk related, whether it's WWE related, AEW related, Chris Jericho, whatever related, you want our thoughts on it, leave a comment on the Apple podcast uh subscribe like i said leave a rating leave a comment slash question we might read it on the show might answer it it might be on the wrestling with stooges it might be on uh wrestling overtime you know yeah we want to uh you know we want to interact with you guys as much as we can get your guys' thoughts on everything that's going on uh, in the world of wrestling so you know like oscar said hit that subscribe button and you know comment so we can answer your questions possibly on on the podcast and yeah yeah we'll see about that but uh also i am working on possibly getting this show on youtube 
so that you could see our lovely faces every time we talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could have seen that epic high five. <laughs> when, uh, you it was know? so epic. So epic. Uh, we'll be working on it. Uh, it I don't want to say it's coming soon because it's not. But, you know, we got a lot of things to, you know, to kind of uh, work out logistically so that we can have the show on YouTube as well as on Spotify, hopefully soon here. Um, But uh, we're working on the YouTube show so so that, you know, again, we can have more time to to interact with you guys and post questions, leave comments there once we have all that stuff running. Uh, but we'll keep you guys updated. Hopefully soon is my idea. Hopefully soon. I'm not sure when, but hopefully soon is my answer always. Hopefully soon. Uh, once we get on YouTube, you guys can uh, put a couple faces to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> you know, you can hate us <laughs> in real time. <laughs> <laughs> or love us, whatever you prefer. Yeah, whatever. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to criticism. I, I love it. You yeah. know, because that's what I get to block you, bitch. <laughs> blocked. You get blocked. I get to delete your comment. You never existed to you me. Ne- you never did. <laughs> you think we cared? We never did. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, we're going to be working on that. Uh, I'm still not sure yet if it's going to be a studio that I build or uh, we, we get a space and we film once a week. I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll work, we'll see where, where this, sh- where this shit goes. But in the meantime, you can always find us on Apple podcasts. Like Tim said, subscribe, leave a comment or a question and leave us a five star rating guys. Cause guess what? We do with the best. <laughs> we do. We used to be the world's greatest wrestling podcast. Now we're just the world's greatest podcast. That's true. Period. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. See you next time.